Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Forever Friends podcast with me, Christina. And me, Jess. Based on over 20 years of friendship and countless conversations, this podcast is built on trust, honesty and security, where we want to share a space to talk about all things self-love, health and young adulthood. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and join the Forever Friends community on our social media pages at Forever Friends Pod. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Forever Friends podcast with me and Jess. Today we are talking about all things nutrition, fitness and the life of an athlete. And we will also talk about moving away from home and training away from your home country. So now we want to introduce you to an athlete who competes in the 100 metre hurdles in 2012. She was a Jamaican national champion in the 100 metre hurdles. The semi-finalist at the Indoor World Championships in Sopot, Poland. She competes internationally and was fourth place finisher in the 2016 Olympic trials in Jamaica. She missed out only by a couple of tenths of a second and she's met the world's fastest man, Usain Bolt. So there'll be a lot more to talk about um, that in the podcast. It's the fabulous Monique Morgan. Ah! Hi. Hi. We're so excited to have you in our podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. We're super grateful. I'm so excited for you to be here. And it's great to meet you. Likewise. Yeah. And so, Monique, you are a sprinter and have met some of the stars of running. What's your personal journey of kind of getting into running and getting to where you are now? Yeah, so I've always done some sort of physical activity and you know running from primary school in Jamaica it's just always been part of my life my family's you know very active so started running pretty young and then took it a little bit more seriously in high school yeah and um so how long have you been like a sprinter for uh let's see quite some time yeah maybe like I don't know since I was 13, 14, 15, really started taking um, sprinting and hurdling seriously, like being part of the track Mm -hmm. team in high school Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, doing track meets, both, you know, for the school and eventually um, for the country. So it's been fun. Started as a, you know, young teenager running and um, it's been quite a ride. (laughs) Yeah. And you've never stopped since. (laughs) No. No, so what put no. you into hurdling? Because obviously as a kid, you know, well, from my experience anyway, hurdles wasn't part of our PE lessons. No. <laughs> you know, it was like running or cross cross country and things like that. So what, you know, got you into hurdling? Well, you know, I always like jumping over stuff. So that definitely <laughs> helped. <laughs> jumping over different things. And it just seemed interesting. And quite honestly, I'm not like, the fastest flat sprinter but if it comes to running over something jumping over something then I had that coordination going (laughs) so that was the the natural progression of things but it's yeah really interesting and I'm glad I had the opportunity to do that in high school and um yeah I just kind kind of of just um start doing it and then you were like okay I'm quite good at this yeah yeah I'm sure you did too like did you do other things like maybe swimming just I think you did like 
or Christina, you did gymnastics also, right? Yeah, yeah Christina did yeah. gymnastics. I, w- I yeah. didn't really do much sport when I was younger. <laughs> okay, okay. That's all right. But you do run now when you're active. I know you guys yeah. do your, your marathon sometimes. Yeah. I actually did do athletics and I entered one competition. Uh-huh. But... I just wasn't very good at it. I think because I came from gymnastics and I excelled in that, you know, I competed, I won quite a few things. It was amazing. Great. And then I went into athletics and it just clearly wasn't my natural ability. (laughs) True sport. Like I enjoy it. You have an affinity for gymnastics. So you had a natural inclination towards that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think. I just thought I did actually, um, I did do a bit of swimming. <laughs> oh. I was actually was in the, the top group. Stroke? Um, God, probably like butterfly. I mean, yeah. Butterfly. Yeah. That's the that's hardest a, stroke. <laughs> that's the hardest one where you like swing your arm. Yeah. But I wasn't I was luckily in the top group. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. I was always in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that I think that was kind of the only bit of sort of sport activity that I did when I was younger you did do a little bit of gymnastics with me oh yeah but I wasn't quite as good as you so much. <laughs> and you've forgotten <laughs> how good you are at this thing that's very so what is your pb then Mo oh so for the 100 meter hurdles my personal best is 1280 um is that 12 seconds? Yeah. 12 seconds and... Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> <I'm literally> <laughs> <second>. <laughs> With your training and stuff, like, how many hours a week do you train? You know, that's a very good question. I can't really measure it by hours because... <laughs> you do takes, so much. Well, also, because it takes um, a different length of time based on what your workout is. Mm. So you may have a workout that is, you know, I don't know half an hour takes 45 minutes to complete um but then you have to account for warming up and cooling down which takes an additional time um if you need to go to the gym after and if you need to ice down afterwards it it adds Mm. up you know it could be anywhere from an hour to three what do you actually do to warm up so jogging stretching doing sprint drills and things to get the muscles activated so it's a of things to get really warm yeah because I really hate stretching like I just don't enjoy it at all <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's well, so good for you the yoga side of things didn't you like you don't really like yoga that much either no not as much um I mean I do prefer like more in, in like more of an intense workout yeah. um so you go straight into an intense workout oh no I do stretch I have to make myself do it um yeah, but uh, I just, yeah, I just don't like it. Do you, do you enjoy, like, stretching? Yes, so yeah. I enjoy stretching more after, after yeah, the workout. So before, yeah. it's more of a dynamic warm-up where you're doing, you know, a combination of jogging and stretching and drills. So you're moving to get warm. Um, mm. Not too many static stretches, but after cooling down, it's definitely more static stretches to make sure muscles yeah. are. You know. So, what's your like intense workout then? So, you know, you say it could be like one to three hours. Yeah. Like, what would you say is your intense workout? Is it sprinting or jumping? I don't, yeah. What do you kind of do? 
the Harpies. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> the hardest workout for me is during the fall season when um, we have to do a lot of conditioning and it's more endurance type workouts. So there will be hills and oh, um, just <laughs> so you really, you really feel it. You know, you're doing a longer distance than your actual race. So those workouts mm. are harder for me. Yeah. yeah. So what is the fall? So fall workouts start anywhere from late August to around November time right. frame. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. So what do you do over summer then? Is that more? I don't know. Over the summer, over the summer, there are lots of track meets. So this, the track season is very long because you have a indoor and outdoor season. Yeah. Oh, During okay. the indoor season, um, it runs from about December to late March. Um, yeah. And then it transitions over to the outdoor season from April to, you know, however long it takes. So in the summer, we're still in the outdoor season doing track meets. And, you know, just depending on your season, depending on the, the schedule, it could run to, you know, even yeah. August. Yeah. So what's your favorite kind of season then to, you know, summer, winter? Because we definitely chose our marathon at the wrong time, really, because we... Did you, did you do your marathons? Oh, my goodness. We did it in March. So we had to do all our training over winter. So yeah. it was like the, the short we, days and the yeah. long nights. We did yeah. start in summer, and I think because we've had that contrast of summer into winter, right. like, we just preferred we preferred like doing it in summer and then when it got to winter we were having to get get up really early and it was like really cold and like raining and stuff because obviously T was at work um and uh, like I was going into uni and work um so yeah we had to get up really really early and it was just absolutely freezing or we'll do it really late at night yeah and then not have dinner Hard. till like 9 p.m mm. <laughs> but I think we were so dedicated gym? yeah we tried we tried to fit it in but it, it was hard to do that as well mm -hmm. yeah but it's great that you found that balance though because it is hard to juggle yeah. work and um you know just oh being gosh. active and it really takes a lot of dedication hats off to you with your <laughs> half marathons and marathons that's <laughs> really you. impressive you. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do actually in terms of your work training balance especially like obviously that's probably going to change right if you were trying if you were going in for a competition like how does it work you know being full-time as well yes that's that's a good question so it's it's all about balance I am a morning person so yes! oh, <laughs> I am a morning person he's <laughs> <Yay>! not sorry <laughs> I'm like a big morning person. <laughs> With enough tea, you'll be a morning person. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh exactly. Yes, yeah, so I like to get my, you know, work work done in the morning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, by the afternoon time, I take a break and go to practice. And then I might come back and check email in the afternoon. So right. it's good it's to set your day up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it, it breaks it up. And when I'm at work, I'm at work. When I'm at practice, I'm at practice. And that's the only thing I'm thinking about. Yeah. So it, it's a break 
you know, mentally for me as yeah. well. Well, to be fair, actually, I've started getting into a routine of going to gym classes at lunchtime. Do you like so it? It's, oh, my goodness, Mo. It's, it helps me so much. Like, I love it. And it's it's made my mental strength so much stronger. Mm. And I feel so much better in my body. And I feel like you can just concentrate more once you've yeah. had it. Once yeah exactly like I come back in the afternoon and feel so much more alert because yeah. I think after a while once you've been on a screen or you know thinking of a similar project you know for hours in the morning you kind of lose energy don't you especially because you sat down for a long time okay. sometimes you just need a reset button you know <laughs> exactly. you just need to step away for a yeah. bit and and exercise for me is definitely that like yeah. on that topic then in terms of the amount of training that you do what's the good or the benefits that you feel that you get out of it like what does running or hurdling jumping over things do for you <laughs> yeah so it's a mental reset for me also like yeah. I said, so um, when I'm when I'm there on the track, I'm not thinking about anything. Um, I rarely do have music or anything going. My mind is just kind of no oh, la 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 doing its own yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then it, it definitely makes me feel good. You know, you have yeah. all of those you know good hormones and good things flowing through your body, and <laughs> yeah, it feels good. You feel more energized. Um, and feel like you've done some good work. You've done something good for your body and done something good for your health. Having, you know, done some physical activity for a couple of hours during the day. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it helps you with your confidence? Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Because um, I've never really thought about that until now. But I, I actually think it helps me with my confidence. I think I'm a bit of an extrovert anyway. <laughs> I think it, I think it um but I think it does help me with my confidence. I think like exercise in general kind of like releases like a hormone which kind of makes you happy and then I guess yeah. that in itself then makes you feel confident, I think. Like I know I definitely feel like that. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And like for me, exercise, um I don't know if T's like mentioned to you before, but um I've kind of got like condition with my stomach and so like exercise really really helps it um it helps your stomach yeah and like ru like running mainly like really really helps so yeah yeah physical yeah. and mental yeah definitely and that's if you um you mentioned that like you don't like listen to music or whatever me and T kind of always like listen to music really haven't we um yeah, I needed to get me yeah <laughs> yeah and like but with our I think half marathon we did we listened to music i think it's um it's the pace at which you're going though so if you're going mm -hmm. at a slower jogging pace then it's easier to keep those headphones in yeah um, <laughs> so if i'm doing like a, a longer thing you know i might listen to a little bit of music but yeah. if i'm doing some you know sprinting or something i mean <laughs> It doesn't stay in. Like it's, I've it's never really ran as fast as you, so yeah. I've never run in twelve seconds before. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Yeah, so I think it's just like a, a practical aspect too. Like it yeah. just won't. It just won't work. 
yeah so when you have like an event or a competition and you're leading up to it do you have to change your lifestyle at all like have you found it difficult to socialize when training because I know the reason I asked that is because when me and Jess I mean it's not like we were competing but when we were trying to do well in our half marathon and train like we were sometimes actually having to turn things down or like for me anyway I was not purposely not drinking alcohol um, and things like that to help my performance and you know get into bed early and all those things because they really do have a detrimental effect on how you perform so I was just wondering you know as that is part of your life like training a lot of the time maybe events are coming up how do you you know like have that life balance so as as I approach competition or you know something Mm -hmm. significant I definitely scale back in terms of even socializing I mean I'm not an extrovert in the first place but it takes energy for me to be around people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I definitely scaled back in terms of, you know, even interacting with people and it's just a a very close knit group of folks who I have to speak to that I'll I'll speak with, you know, before (laughs) a competition, like, you know, coach, parents, you know, agent, that's, that's about it. I can't entertain much else because it takes energy and focus away from what yeah. I have to do so yeah so you have to, you have to like do all those things to keep focused then basically yeah. yeah yeah and sometimes it just happens so naturally too it's like yeah I know I'm getting into that mode and I just start to shut some things off and mm. shut some things out so that and what, kind of, what kind of things do you feel like you have to shut off like you know is is it like socializing? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, Even I think it's for me or socializing. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely won't do that. <laughs> it's like sticking yeah. to what I'm used to. Used to. So it's routine, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I've actually found with fitness, for me, fitness and routine just have to be together. Like, mm. I don't. I no, honestly. I have to be in a routine to continue exercising or training because once I've got out of that routine, I just struggled to get back into it. So for example, like I couldn't just have two weeks off and then randomly go and then two weeks off and then randomly go. Like I'm kind of in it or nothing (laughs) basically. But that's good discipline. Yeah. It's just hard though to get back into it. I -hmm. find personally. Right. I think I'm. I'm not. I like. I'm not as much routine as probably T is. Um, you know how T you obviously said like you can have two weeks off and then you like it would probably be hard maybe to get back into it. I think I'm actually okay on that on that point really. Um, like I can kind of yeah. I can kind of have time off and then go full pelt and keep going. Um. But yeah, I do understand, like, I do get the routine thing, definitely. So do you feel like your body is rested and ready to do something, having had a little bit of a break? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I just, I just love it. And like, I just would go like anytime, have time off, go back into it. 
yeah for me i think when i'm out of it or if i'm just flicking in between i get a sense of guilt more so and it's like it's not good for my mental health then Mm. whereas when i'm in a routine i'm going often i'm feeling healthy i'm feeling good that's when i feel like i'm at my best yeah well actually i am um, i've had a bit of time off from exercise at the minute um because i've got an injury oh, <laughs> i know yeah and so like i'm really wanting to like get back out and go running and stuff so that's another point really that like when i'm having time off i really just want to get back into it and go back to the gym get back into running and stuff um but i've just been put out because of my knee <laughs> unfortunately yeah um i'm Sorry. kind of having like it's okay <laughs> i'm kind of having like a bit of um like physio on it um but yeah they're still kind of like investigating like what is actually going on with my knee but hopefully I'll, hopefully you'll be back running soon yeah um so that kind of brings me to a question have you like suffered with an injury before or what do you kind of do if you get an injury yeah so um I have suffered with an injury yeah. before I um tore my quad I left okay my quad. And that was not fun. That happened <laughs> during a race. So it was um, very During painful. a race? During a race, yeah. I heard it pop. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness, my. Yeah, yeah it was not oh. fun. But, um, the recovery, it does take time. Doing things yeah. like we're describing, Jess, is, you know, physio and eating yeah. right. And just being kind to your body and giving it the time that it needs to recover. So true. <laughs> yeah. So did you injure your um, knee during a race or how did that happen? Um, I think just from, from, like, we trained for, like, seven months. And then we obviously did our half marathon. And I, I, got, I had a bit of pain in my knee, but it wasn't that bad. Um, and then after the half marathon, I kind of took took a bit of time off and then I went straight back into running and I was like okay this is like quite hurting but I just kind of had you know how you have the mindset of like just get I through it. it yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just push through it um and then it was my fault really like the next I thought oh you know I'll rest it that night and then the day after I was like okay I'm gonna go back running again it's probably rested and it just hurt like even more um and then ever since from then, really, it's just got really, really bad. Um, it's kind of like when I'm sitting down and then I get up and when I like bend my knee, it really hurts. And I think it being in, like living in London and like having to walk, walk everywhere and like going up and down the steps and stuff. That aggravates it. Yeah, it really does. Um, but yeah, I'm just having physio and putting ice on it doing like a few exercises and stuff to try and help it so but yeah I have been told that you know sometimes it can take up to like seven months to kind of get Mm. better yeah depending on the severity yeah when you had an injury like how did you kind of overcome that so the thing that I found most difficult was to just be patient because you definitely want to get back to running 
quickly, yeah, you know, I like, really did. That's her. <laughs> but yeah. it's not really. So, you know, I, I tried going back, you mm, know, a couple of tried, weeks later, yeah. and then that just ends up prolonging the injury. And so it's like, true. okay, now I have to start over again because I was pushing this and my leg wasn't quite ready, you know. So yeah. you have to be patient yeah. and really just go through the full course of treatment with your physio and with whoever yeah. is helping with your course of treatment yeah. and you can stay active in other ways. So I, you know, just tried to do other things, you know, I can still yeah. do abs. I can still do pull-ups. Yeah. I can still <laughs> do other things. You know, yeah. I picked up boxing for a little bit and I'm like, I can oh, do other cool. things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's and a point uh, actually, because I've kind of, inter- like, cause I really love cardio. Um, I've kind of read that, still maybe doing like cycling and stuff is okay for like a knee injury I mean I don't know if you I'm not but. sure so it, it it just really depends on what your doctor or your therapist recommends um so I know like for some for some injuries you probably don't want to get on a peloton because the clips will probably be bad for certain muscles yeah um, even though it's a stationary bike so it just depends on what your um your doctor recommends uh, so that you don't re-aggravate yeah. certain muscles. Yeah. So is that kind of your advice, really, if someone is suffering from an injury to kind of speak to their doctor and get advice from them Definitely. on how they should deal with it first before kind of... Self-treating. Yeah, yeah. looking at Google and... <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to self-medicate or to self-treat. So true. You think, mm. think, you know, everything. We have all this information at our fingertips, but... <laughs> as soon as there's to... a problem, I literally go to Google and I'm like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Of course. I okay, like I've diagnosed myself with this. I'm, I need to <laughs> <Yeah>. do this. <laughs> yeah. And knowledge is good. Having the information is, is good, but also get help from a professional. Yeah. That's what yeah. they say. Okay. Yeah. So, Mo, yeah. change the topic slightly. All right. Uh, what's it like um, moving away from home? Because we actually forgot to mention to the oh. listeners that you're now in Michigan, right? I- Not... Um, <laughs> not Jamaica <laughs> right <laughs> so you've moved away mm-hmm. so how how's that how's it living from you know life in away from home so I don't know why I keep moving north so <laughs> I moved from Jamaica to Pennsylvania to you know, the Philly region for school for university and oh. that was difficult. The first, within the first three months, I wanted to go home. I yeah. you know, cry. I want to go home. This is too cold. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, I've moved even further north <laughs> to Michigan. Um, and it is cold. I can vouch for that. In yes. in winter times. Oh yeah, and you saw a bit of snow too when you came here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know and then I remember speaking to you and it was like minus what minus 15 or something it it was not fun yeah Yeah. it was a it was a rough winter this past one yeah I don't know how you guys do it honestly we struggle with minus two (laughs) yeah Yeah. But that is very cold nonetheless. That's so how do you how do you deal with like training away from home then? Because obviously you trained yeah, but I mean like go is it different, you know, the training routine from Jamaica and adapting it to where your new home is? Well, the the most difficult part I would say is the commute 
in very bad weather. So when it is cold and, you know, snowing and you have to make your way to a track, to an indoor track, it just takes a longer time to get there. Um, so that's, that's not fun. But in terms of training, if you're indoors, it's fine because when it is snowing and when it is the winter, that is our indoor season for track and field. So you're training indoors and then your meets will be indoors. So that's yeah. fine. Um, and then by the time it gets warmer and you're outdoors, then it's the outdoor season. So the weather is only a factor for the commute. Yeah. Um, once you're in, it, it's okay. But that doesn't mean I like the cold. I, I would be home in a heartbeat. I would much rather <laughs> be in warmer weather. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like with the coaches and things? You know, like, how does that work? Because obviously you're an amazing athlete. Do you have a coach in Jamaica? Do you see them? Do you have a coach? You know, you have a coach now. How does it work? I don't know. I was really fortunate. That's the thing. Um, Just in terms of, you know, having coaches that understand. So, you know, when I'm in Jamaica, yes, I do have a coach there. Um, Mm -hmm. In Pennsylvania, my coach, you know, was obviously the one from university. And um, they made connections for me to meet people in Michigan so it was a real blessing for them to help me with those connections and the location and the distance, it all worked out so that it was a smooth transition to find, you know, a a coach here in Michigan. So that was great. And my agent is in Michigan as well. So what's a coincidence that that (laughs) all worked out. How long have you been there now? A little over a year, a little over a year. So I came in, um, let's see, March, March, six 2018 okay up in here just a bit did you come go to Livonia with work yes I did relocate for work yeah right okay great decision though I I I really like the place oh that's good so in terms of nutrition then you're reading my mind (laughs) (laughs) Food. (laughs) food what kind of foods do you eat like daily like do you can you I suppose it changes right depending on whether you're you've got a competition or event but on a normal basis what kind of foods do you eat to keep your performance high yeah so I try to eat a balanced diet and then supplement that with multivitamins um so everything in in moderation, you know, like yeah. I'll have oatmeal for breakfast or every morning, yeah, fruits in the morning. Um, you know, lots of vegetables throughout the day. Salads. I love my jerk chicken and rice and peas. <laughs> oh my oh gosh. gosh. <laughs> when I next California, I will make it for you. I promise. <laughs> yes. You and Jess need to make a visit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Great. <laughs> yeah, and then we can then we can take a trip to New York as well. Yes. Have yes. you been yet? I have been to New York. Yeah, I've been to um the uh Milrose Games in New York, so that's a a big track meet as well. And oh, um I've, I've been there and it's really fun and New York is always a hoot. <laughs> um so in terms of the dieting and things i had a little look online and the mayo clinic gave five tips to maximize workouts so they said eat healthy breakfast 
which I completely agree with. Tick. My <laughs> favourite meal of the day, like honestly. Yeah, I think it's mine I, as well. Yeah. What about you, Mo? I do. I love a good breakfast and I can eat anything for breakfast. Like I love the oatmeal and all of that, but I can also have, you know, I can selfish rice and peas and chicken. I can eat anything for breakfast. (laughs) 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 Whatever floats your boat. (laughs) I go to sleep excited for my breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Dreaming of it. (laughs) And then they also said size matters, so portion control, which I'm mm-hmm. quite bad at. Mm. <laughs> like, do you measure what? your food? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't measure my food, but I just eat moderately, and I'd prefer to have smaller meals more often throughout the day. Yeah. yeah. Just because I nobody likes feeling stuffed and overstuffed. <laughs> That's, mm-hmm. That doesn't feel good, and it's hard to work out and move if you're just yeah, so, so, true. True. so uh, yeah just do you um what do you eat like do you eat before you go on a run or like three I think it was recommended like three hours in advance that you're supposed to eat before you run I don't really yeah that's true but yeah yeah you know some people can eat I don't know within an hour of working out and that's great that does not happen to be the case with me. No. <laughs> I definitely need the three hours. Um, yeah, to, me too, um, yeah. yeah a bit more. I like to be almost hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally get that. You do too? Okay. Yeah, yeah. agreed. And then they also go on and say snack well. Mm-hmm. So like energy bars, bananas, apple, yogurts, fruit, smoothie, etc. Which... Mm-hmm. They haven't got nuts on there, which seems to be my thing at the moment. <laughs> nuts are good. Yeah, but I think I have way too many. And I also have roasted salted ones. Ah. Yeah, that's, that's my moderation too. Talking about nutrition. <laughs> I had to um, pizza. <laughs> no, I wish. Okay. No, um, I had peanut butter and jam. Peanut butter, jelly time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the video, Rob? Yes. Who hasn't? That I've seen. So then they also said about eating after exercise to help your muscles recover and replace glycogen stores. So it's eating a meal that contains both carbs and protein within about two hours of your exercise. Do you agree from your perspective? Absolutely, absolutely. Because, okay, so you remember we were saying earlier we like to be almost hungry before working yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> By yeah. the time you're done working out, yeah. you want to just eat anything you set your eyes so on. So true. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I do find, like, after a strong workout, I am actually not that hungry. Or I feel like I want to eat, eat yeah. good. I want to eat. You want to eat well, exactly. Yeah. You want- so meal prep sometimes is just important so you you have something good and healthy yeah. to eat after you're done with your workout. I struggle with meal prep though. Mm-hmm. I really do. I don't know. It takes I, a lot of time. Yeah, I don't know if it's just out of pure laziness, and- but <laughs> <laughs> organizing your meals, isn't it, and what to buy does take a long time. Yeah, I've just ended up though having the same thing like for lunch. So I'll have lettuce, tomatoes, egg, and maybe prawns if I if I want to treat yourself yeah <laughs> so i end up having that every day 
Yeah. And it, I find it hard, like, finding options, like, healthy options. Yeah. Do you, um, Mo, do you get, your, like, inspiration for, like, food from anywhere or you just kind of know yourself really what, what to kind I, of get? Yeah, I kind of know what I like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so boring. So I, I'll have, you know, much of the same and then I'll go to, you know, the international market and try to get some of the foods that um, I, I like in, in Jamaica. Yeah. So, you know, the yam and the potato and that kind of grown food <laughs> that yeah. sometimes you can't get in a regular supermarket. So I, I pretty much stick to some of the same things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a chef. <laughs> yeah. I bet you're yeah. a good cook. I hope but so. I bet you're a good, healthy cook. <laughs> yeah. I try. It just feels good when you eat clean, doesn't it? Yes. So good. good skin as well. But yeah, so then the fifth one, final one, which is so true, that we all need to drink up and keep hydrated. So they advise drink about two to three cups of water during the two to three hours before your workout. Then drink half to one cup of water every 15 to 20 minutes during your workout, depending on your body size and the weather. And then drink two to three cups of water after your workout. I I agree with all of that. Like I find it easier to drink water, more water earlier in the day. So I front load my day with more water and then kind of taper off for the rest of the day. But definitely, you know, rehydrate after your workout yeah um, yeah but you do forget class. don't you thinking about it now you do kind of forget to do that well I do anyway also like what's your opinion on like um supplementary like nutrition like protein shakes like energy energy gels and stuff like that have you ever used them mm-hmm. um yeah. I have tried protein shakes but it, it doesn't do it for me like it some people use it as a meal and maybe, you yeah. know, it, it works for some people, but I think it's also maybe a personal preference and, and what your, your body can take because like you yeah. said, everybody's different. Yeah. Um, but for me, I, <laughs> I don't do well with the, the protein shakes too much. Um, no. They're yeah. actu- some of them are actually full of sugar as well. Like I looked at them, some of them. Yeah. Some of the energy drinks are, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, but I'm meaning like protein shakes where you think, oh, yeah, I'm going to get abs for having this. But a lot of them, you know, you want to check the sugar levels in them unless people are using them as a different, um, yeah, a different purpose. But, yeah, I was quite shocked by that. Have you ever tried any? Yeah. Christina, have you? Yeah, I did. And I don't know, like. I'm the same as you. I don't know whether it was more just because I saw my abs forming or some kind of muscle forming. I don't know <laughs> what it was. <laughs> um, some kind of abs forming um, when I was having protein shakes more often. But I don't know whether that was like psychological, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah. just enjoy the abs yeah I mean, it was making care how they got there <laughs> it was making you I, feel better I was exercising obviously <laughs> but yeah I just don't know whether oh, it was gonna, a psychological thing take one now see if I grow a few abs <laughs> <laughs> but I did actually take energy gels through the marathon and to be like honest it? 
<laughs> I don't know. Like, Did you tell you the know, difference? No, not really. I don't know. I mean, I've heard about gummy bears, which oh, I think I would oh, say. Yeah, people would take and jelly beans. Yeah, and Percy pigs. Yeah, I saw people having them. Yeah, wow. so you have Harry Bows in America, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah gummy yeah, bears, Harry yeah, yeah, yeah. So they say about taking those round with you, and I think I would just prefer that because it's one food, <laughs> tastes nicer, and kind of gives you something to do doesn't it <laughs> just take a handful of gummy bears around with you yeah, but for yeah. marathons though you're going for so long you need that burst yeah. of energy you need yeah. that extra sugar to mm. keep you going for me though I don't know about you Jess but for te- 10 miles I could do but it was getting over the 10 miles I found more of a struggle. So it was like, especially that last mile. Oh my god. I think, so, I think oh we my kind goodness. of looked at each other. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God. And he was like, we've got to keep going. And how weird is this, Mo? We both had the same song playing through our ears on our last really was that on purpose or just coincidentally and it was um not on purpose it was me from the greatest showman i don't know if you've um watched that i haven't over there you you must have Um, heard it where it's like this is me <laughs> oh my god, we can't put that in there. <laughs> yes, you should. Yeah. You no, like, we probably will. Well, but anyway, Mo, you should watch it. Okay. Showman <laughs> is so good and inspiring. Australian man. Okay. Yeah. Australian man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> the greatest showman. Yeah. And. Um, <laughs> but this is me it's a song all about um being yourself kind of just embracing who you are yeah embracing who you are not letting anyone judge there's no judgments and just kind of it's a really powerful love song so it was just like this is me and Jess all over you know and to have that in our final it just got us through you know what Mo and like as we cross the finish line we literally were like hand in hand like we oh. we didn't yeah like we didn't think that we might not be at the same like level and we both kind of accepted that and appreciated yeah. that but we we were because we trained together as well I think we kind of learned to kind of use each other as encouragement like, yeah encouragement and like and then like a pacer really so we kind of we crossed the finish line together hand in hand that's so good <laughs> I, I really love that you guys support each other and oh, encourage each you. other along the way and that's yeah. that's very good I, yeah. I love seeing that yeah you try <laughs> so what would you say to someone who is looking to get into running on a beginner's level so they might be listening to this and being like Oh, actually, I'd quite like to try athletics. Like, what advice would you give to them who are starting out? Just get started. Just jump in. I mean, <laughs> get your train <laughs> on and get out that door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because track and running is so easy. Like, anyone can do it. It's, you know, it's not a difficult They can. They can, they you really can walk. Yeah, you can get on a trail. You can get on a track. And um, it's so easy to pick up. And within the world of, 
you know, track and field, there's so much that you can do. It's not necessarily sprinting. You can do marathons. You can do mm. longer distances. You can do middle distances. Um, you can throw things. Yeah. You know, there's so many things that you can do. You can, you know, do high jump. You can do long jump. There's so many other activities in the realm of track and field. And once you get moving, you never know what you'll be good at. So, yeah. Right. I think for someone new as well, I think perseverance and believe in yourself because I was not the typical kind of person <laughs> to complete a half marathon. Like I really wasn't. Like <laughs> from a, like honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think I actually having tea there, I think she was like, You can do this and I don't even know. Like what what did we start on, Tia? Like how many miles did we start on? So I think we started with three. Yeah. So it was like mm-hmm. three and then we and it was such a gradual process. So I think when yeah. I completed three, I was like so shocked mm-hmm. and then it kind of went from there really. Well, you've never really ran like one or two mm-hmm. miles before this. I didn't know no. where to say that, but like you you hadn't, right? But honestly, I couldn't get to the end of the street. And like uh, the reason I'm saying this is because if I, I always meet people that say, Oh, I couldn't do that, like I could couldn't even run to the end of the street, but it's like I was like that and it's like yeah. I've now completed you know 30 miles so you definitely can (laughs) what did you learn most about yourself having gone through that process of you know training and then actually doing a couple of half marathons what did you learn about yourself in that process that I have the ability to kind of I think it's kind of made me feel like I have the ability to do anything not just even running because that was such a big goal for me and I managed to do it and I think like Mm -hmm just like the determination the mind over the matter like mind over matter just have a great determination really yeah Yeah, I'd say for me it was about like I didn't know how much mental strength I had to do that like to keep going when when you're saying to yourself say you're at the sixth mile and you're like especially through training you're like oh I don't think I can do much more like my calves are in pain or you know you're making ex- all these excuses in your head I mean sorry if your calves are in pain please stop to the listeners but like I knew <laughs> it was just me if that makes mm-hmm. sense like just me making excuses in your head. I feel yeah. like we yeah like I think so it's pushing through that. Experience that yeah it's pushing through you don't think you have it in you but you really can do more mm-hmm. than you think you can so I think that's so what's, you know, what's what have you learned then from you know from keep competing winning and all these medals and things like what have you learned through this whole process of years running exactly that just to be determined and that you can really surprise yourself if you put the work in I mean the whole process is is not always fun you know you you cry now so you don't cry later <laughs> so the workouts <laughs> will sometimes be difficult but mm. it's worth it when you get to reap the benefits of competing with the best in the field and just seeing all these different places and you know being able to compete on a world stage so it's it's worth it and you can really do more and you can really push your body to do more than than you think is possible it really so builds how, your confidence. So from that, how do you cope with pushing your body to the absolute limit? Like, have you, expi- I'm sure you have, but have you experienced pushing your body to the limit? 
of like I'm not sure because the reason why I asked that is because when I was doing gymnastics and I still remember it to this day was that we were training so much I was training about four times a week and on Saturdays we were training for about four hours four to five hours I think it was maybe four and um, we would go around all the apparatus and then we would have like conditioning at the end and it was getting quite serious in terms of like competing and things um I think it was like county level or go heading towards regional I think Uh, yeah and um I just remember the there was a few times where my body honestly I was pushed so to my limit that my body was just collapsing like I couldn't do the work the workouts the conditioning that they that I needed to do in order to you know increase my performance like have you come to that point ever Mm. maybe you haven't I'm just you know I think maybe I have in 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 practice because you know it it, it can get very intense yeah especially in the fall season Mm. um I remember a, a workout that was very hard in the past you know year or so and for the first time I finished the workout but then I lost my lunch and that was the first time ever that happened so I knew okay I I pushed my body to the point where you know I I really couldn't anymore you know your your legs are shaking your arms are shaking you feel dizzy (laughs) and you you push yourself to that point um when I got injured it was during a race I mean I was literally pushing my body until it broke <laughs> so I, Quite I literally. My coach, literally yeah it just shows yeah. how powerful your mind is to keep uh, yeah. yourself going like exactly yeah. exactly your mind is a powerful thing that's a great point Jess mm. yeah I hadn't thought of it like that Jess mm-hmm. yeah that your mental strength is overriding yeah. your physical yeah. abilities basically yeah oh my like gosh physics. yeah love that <laughs> um, so what would you advise then people who you know are aspiring to be an athlete what would you tell them um if you love it go for it um don't be discouraged you know if, you, if it's something that you're really passionate about just keep that drive and show up every day you have to mm-hmm. show up ready um have a positive attitude and um just keep keep being determined if you're working with a coach hopefully your coach you know knows what they're talking about and they'll guide you and have (laughs) have your best interest at heart and you know I I personally I leave it all to my coach I don't think you know whatever the coach says do you just your, your job is not to think your job is to just do it um and if you have that passion then just follow it just really follow your passion Oh, yeah. that is so nice. Because I can so hear that you're passionate about it as well. Yes, yeah, so true. Yeah. Like I can hear your passion in and your love for running, like or hurdling, jumping over things. <laughs> yeah. So, on a side note, okay. Obviously, we mentioned Usain Bolt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy. So, <laughs> tell us a little bit about him. Like, what was what was the story? So, um, in, in Jamaica, he has, um, a training facility place on the Mona campus. So, oh, really? um, 
Yeah, I was fortunate enough to be allowed in that facility with my coach. <gasps> oh, and he's there. And like royalty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like what? It's like royalty. Oh, oh my gosh. He is royalty. <laughs> he is absolutely <laughs> royalty with his whole crew. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, just quite fortunate to, to be able to work with my coach there and yeah, I met him on the track and, you know, he says, hi, very approachable. I mean, anybody who's there, he is very um, down to earth and, and approachable. Uh-huh. So yeah, he's just as cool a person on um, in, in real life as he is yeah. on TV. Yeah. So yeah. that was welcome to see. Yeah. He's jovial and pleasant on TV and he is in real life as well. Mm, what an incredible story to have to be able to tell. Yeah, <laughs> not much of a story. But <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Name dropping. You know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, what runners have you have you run alongside any others like that? You know, listeners might know or. Um. Hmm. So, some Jamaican hurdlers um, have run alongside. Uh, Daniel and Charmaine Williams. I mean, Daniel is absolutely amazing <laughs> right now. Um, she she also does the 100 meter hurdles, obviously. Um, Charmaine Williams is her sister. Um, let's see. I mean, there are other hurdlers like, uh, I have not run alongside Bridget Foster, but I really do admire and look up to her. Yeah. Um, she is very passionate about the sport. Um, there's just so many athletes that what's it, like, you know, what's it like to run alongside the you know these people that you obviously are inspired by as well right it's, so and what's yeah, it like it's, to be on that level because like, obviously you know if you're running alongside these people that you're inspired by you know it's kind of checking yourself and being like I'm yeah. racing with these people <laughs> you know it's quite yeah it's it's impressive to you know just say wow you're here and I'm here also <laughs> you know but I mean like, <laughs> they are, they're really nice in person as well I mean and I, I had the opportunity to run alongside Sally Pearson as well and she you know mm-hmm. had the world record in the hurdles oh. for some time oh. and it's kind of like you you zone that out because it's like it's really yeah. not about you I need to run in my lane yeah (laughs) get out of it exactly in the moment you're not really thinking about hey this person is in the next lane I really don't care it's after the fact you're like oh that just happened you know yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. so on that amazing inspiring note we're going to come to the end of our podcast but we always like to end our podcast with a scenario that no one knows about so um Mo if you could ask one question to yourself in the future 50 years from now what would it be such a good question yeah I could ask my future self mm-hmm. we can give you a couple of seconds I would ask myself like what what decisions should I be making now that would help me to be a better person in the future so i'd like wisdom you know strategic. what nuggets that is such a good question <laughs> strategic yeah. that's why you're in marketing yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I'd like some nuggets of wisdom. Like, how can I be a better person in the future? Tell me that, future self. <laughs> and I'll make those moves to, you know. That is a good question. Yeah. How about you, Jess? God, I think I would probably say, is everything that you worry about worth, because is worth it? Oh, yeah. nice. Very thoughtful. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> Mine's not as thoughtful and insightful. <laughs> I can't really think of one. I should have written this down beforehand. Um, are there hover cars? <laughs> are there hover cars in the future? Is it going to be like Futurama? You know the program. <laughs> really? Yes, the cartoon. And and oh, one more, one more. Well, I hope can so. We get, so we don't can we get from A to B? through those like air pressure type tubes so you know like <laughs> you know, like those <laughs> you can just stand in it and it's like a lift but like they'll they'll just shoot you off into different directions <laughs> wow wow that's, that's yeah. intense <laughs> you never know we could be listening back to this podcast whilst being in one of them Monique, thank yes. you so much for being on our podcast. My pleasure. Thank oh, you so much for having me, Jess T. Oh, it was my pleasure. It's been great. <laughs> yeah, it's so inspiring as well to listen to someone who really pushes themselves every day. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe. You can get involved and join our Forever Friends community on our social media pages at Forever Friends Pod, where you can like, share and comment. Have a great day. We'll be back in two weeks time. See you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile.